Espera. What's up, everybody? It's Absolutely Alphas. I'm Trina. This is Tone. We out here. Today, we have the lovely Joy to the world. Um, say hello. Hello. Hello, world. And and, 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 and sing and sing Joy to the world right now. Sing it. Sing it. You're very right. bossy with her. Now, sing, right. sing, Just, sing it. He'd be like, he move like, over. Move my legs. Move sing. your feet. Sing. Move your chair. Right. Sing. <laughs> like, damn. Sing. Is she Tina Turner? Stay in your namaste pose at all Yeah, times. yeah, right. Yeah. Le- levitate. Levitate. Do all do all that Astro shit. Astro reject. Like giving me all that like shit a right list now. of ten things to do since I mean, I've been here. Like in the last. I mean you're doing the R and D for all this, so you know I I'm on, I need I need results. I mean what's going on? Uh she is my spiritual advisor. She has uh enlightened me in many ways. And she's she's here today to chime in as she wants to. So welcome, Joy. We welcome you. Thank you for allowing me to chime in. <laughs> Aw. And every time you lean in, the chair will make noise. Oh, okay. So, it's a loud chair. All right. Just stay still. Just, oh, we can hear right. you. Okay. You don't have to lean in. Yeah, we'll, we'll manage. We'll manage. We'll, we'll figure it out. So, uh, this week in uh, Negro News, one thing. Oh, no. I got some. Is that the name of this segment? No, it's not. It, it, it should be, though. It should be. That's a good segment. That's, that's a good iteration, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know you all had to pin out about to write that down. I'm, I'm gonna write it. You're a, a terrible person for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in the Negro News. In the Negro News. The latest. Uh, there's one it's small like tidbit. 1970s. There's one white news. Um, and I'm not racist. <laughs> I think it's funny. But you're not racist. I found out that Ben Affleck is been struggling with alcoholism. Did you guys know that? Did you know I mean, what, that how, Batman? How many celebrities like are not alcoholics? Like, I feel like most of them probably are. Like, I, but they're not actively in rehab. Like, he's been in and out of rehab several times. Jennifer Garner and her de- Jennifer Garner and her dimples have stood by his side. <laughs> <laughs> Those dimples are popping. Nice. Uh, Carly Rae and Caesar, Caesar from Black Ink with the mm. big, the biggest lips. Oh, him and had the girl had big lips. But she, you know he dating Carly Red now, and Carly Red gets around. I know she's like she's like fifty years she's old, but she 52. still looks like twenty five. She looks younger than most of the cast of Love and Hip Hop, and she's grandma's age. God damn it! But yeah, he said he's not going back to his ex. They've been making IG videos, and you know the girls aren't bothered. I'm sure, but I'm like he's messy. He they're all messy, and I can't. How was you? How was your week, bro? Yeah, uh, it it was you know it's it's, it's called March Madness at the office because it's called March uh, Madness in in, in a, America and in, in in America and, and also currently in the office as well because like you know certain quotas it's not a not getting much time off you know oh yeah so um um but I'm I'm doing I'm I might do well the the rest of the month to not be working so much overtime. I might have already hit like a comfortable point, but we'll see. I'm I'm probably still going to burn out in overtime this week, though. That OT. I mean, it was it's 
I don't really care about the OT though. <laughs> like I don't the, oh, the OT, I don't really care about the OT pay. Like I wouldn't. To me, you're if, saying you don't want money. If if, if if I if I could if I can hit the quota without working overtime, I'm going to because because with the with the quota, I'm I'm going to get a payout anyway. Because so it's like why get both? Because I he greedy. That's what it's about. I, it's not about greed. It's about leveraging my time to do you know to do to do more work for this. Greed runs America. Okay, I'll shut you, up. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Be quiet for a second because. You know, I, I would like to leverage my time a lot better to do more important things. That that's that is the goal that we always speak about on the show. You're right. Is to get out of fucking corporate America, man. So I mean, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that next month is gonna you know uh, pan out a lot better and not so much overtime will be needed. Uh, and the summer's usually pretty busy, but we'll see. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, that's hey, it, man. How, you know what I mean? How how was your week? Today, this week was good. Um, weather's all over the place. <laughs> Uh, glad we didn't get any snow, but it was thank goodness. Chill yeah. factor was ridiculous. The time leapt forward. That was cray cray. Yeah. Um. And th- this was a good week for music. Rick Ross had an album drop. Okay. Intro track. He completely shat upon Birdman. I'm glad. I'm glad that happened. And, I, and I'm glad it happened too. He referenced, you know, how he didn't look out for Turk when he got out of jail or BG, and how he owed everybody money, and mm. he just so petty. And, uh, you know, Legends Becomes Losers, so classic case of that. Yeah. Uh, Young and May had a song that's rocking hot sauce. You hear hot sauce, Joy? No. Uh, it goes hard. I'm going to play I'm gonna play all these songs uh, later on. Okay. Uh, Talib Kweli had a single drop with oh, Styles P. With Styles P. With SP. Fire. Mm. Uh, Raekwon has a song with Lil Wayne, and Lil Wayne verse is one of the best I've heard in probably the past five years. Lil, Lil Wayne been a spitter, though. He been a spitter, but he ain't been spitting. It's just been like he just get on the track and be say yeah. whatever. But this okay. this particular song, like it, I was like, okay, he tried. Well, I mean, no, well, I mean uh, are it's you the drugs? He's probably like turned them down a little, like mm-hmm. stop okay. using them exactly. as much. Exactly. Do, do you mean he hasn't made an album in a while? You mean? I guess he has, and I haven't really heard. No, like I hear him on tracks with other people. Like he was on this track with Raekwon. Yeah. And his verse is always messy sounding. It doesn't oh, okay. sound like his real like, true self. Like, like his albums do. Because exactly. his, his albums go hard. Because like Wayne is, yeah, Wayne is, is one of the greats for real. But but yeah, this yeah. song with Raekwon the chef, oh, it's, it's fire. Well, I, I think when you when you get in a trap with Raekwon, you got to step it up though. You feel me? Exactly. <laughs> you got. If you were any member of the Wu Tang, <laughs> I would say any member. <laughs> Some of them cats on you Wu Tang was kind of eh, <laughs> but you know, but most of them you right. Most of them are dope though. They can spit. Who who don't you like in the Wu Tang? Um, I mean everyone. Reza, Jizza. I, I don't want to sound Cabadonna. too. I don't want to sound too generic. Cabadonna was one that was. He was I. He wasn't you know a great. I mean, but everyone talks about how how bad you got was. Yeah. I can, um, I can, I, you got is not the best. Um, but he's still, I mean, better than most out there in the industry. Uh, yeah, yeah, arguably. I mean, when you say most, I'm going to say like exactly 51%. <laughs> I'll push it up to 60. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll, give you, I'll give you 51 and a half for, negoti- for negotiation purposes. Gotcha. Um, I was, um, I just wanted to just be before anything else, wanted this wanted to speak really quickly about um another viral video on facebook so instead of making my segment about it i'm just going to say a little bit about it like right now because i have some other you know real segments later on but um 
I'm sure all of you or most of you or I don't know, many of you have seen the uh, the video with the girl who got who was accused of stealing in a beauty store. Yes. And uh, and got I mean, put in the headlock and her hands fell down. But the Asian threw a professional leg kick at her, though. Like that leg kick. That leg kick was professional. I heard a little y'all. Yeah. I mean, he, he would know, right? You like it. He certified he he time. actually <laughs> right. It it was a professional ass kick. I mean, it's like, and I, I'm like, what, what was his thought process behind that? He he was completely out of line for what he did. But his, I'm like, well, is he, is he trying to immobilize her so so she can't get away until the cops get there? Like, what what is his thought process? Behind throwing a professional leg kick at her, you know what I mean? And I, I just, it's like, really? And, uh, you know, that, this is also, I'm watching this also at a time where I'm reading about uh, all the um, the black-owned uh, beauty stores that are coming about, um, all the black-owned businesses and how we should buy more black, you know, to support each other and yeah, everything. Yeah, because they don't like us. Right, exactly. So, you know, it's like, it's, it's it's good timing for something like that to come about. And we need more black-owned beauty supply stores since we spend so much money getting weave. And right. I don't know when that pandemic's going to end. Right. So. so, like, you know, that, like, <laughs> like, fuck them Asian stores for real. Like, they, they don't like us, like she just said. They don't. Like, you know, stop and, playing. Like, I'll ask some questions. I mean, there's some I go see that are really nice. Um, But then there's others I go to where I can tell... That they, the customer service doesn't exist, and I and I won't. I'll leave. I'll have if I if I go up front with the item in hand and I see and I ask them a question and they just give me a smug. I will leave that item there and I'll walk out of that store. Right there on the counter. Yeah, I've right done there. It. I will. I'm, I mean, I'm glad. You got to be nice to me if you want my money. That's that's how it is. I'm not yeah. gonna give you my money and you not. I don't care what it is. I will go out of my way to go to another store. <laughs> you know. I'll pay quadruple the price. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, you no, you should you should actually do it. Actually, I I think well, you know what though. Uh, another side note for uh, you know buying black, it's like why <laughs> we pay fifty dollars for something that we bought from a black owned business, right? Yeah. Something don't something ain't right, you know. Something they never don't, something, respond something, to the email. Something don't work right, and then you like okay, then you go to them and you want your refund. It's like you know, well, you want your refund from your brother around the corner for fifty dollars for something that you know, something that didn't act right or whatever. This money's gone already. But no, I'm joking. But see, but <laughs> but here's the thing though: people spend fifty thousand dollars for a college degree and don't get their job. Ooh, kill them! And, and then don't want a refund. They don't. They don't ask for the refund. Then I'm getting my refund. Right. You know what I mean? Go back. Go, if you if you gonna be that petty around the corner, you know what I mean? Which which you know with your brother that you should be helping out. And then go back to fucking college for that job you didn't get and ask for a fucking refund. Yeah. You feel me? You won't get it, but go do it. You, 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 I mean, I'm just saying, I'm, the, the point is you shouldn't be so petty with black businesses is what I'm right. trying to say. That's a good point. You know what I mean? That's some bullshit. Because, you know, that stimulates the economy. Right. Small businesses, black businesses. And, you know, we're all we're all growing as a, as a nation, as a people, and as a unit. You know, we're not going to be uh, perfect at everything in the interim, but, you know. Right. The support should still exist. So that's a good point, brother. Exactly. Uh, so shout out to Legacy Media, Legacy Internet Radio, again, every Wednesday, 9.30 p.m. Absolutely. Absolutelyalphas.com. Check our website out. We post uh, pictures there. We post. Uh, we have a blog with all of our podcasts there. And we're on SoundCloud, as you know, iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, Libsyn. I believe we're on Google Play as well. Any questions, concerns, things of that nature, shout us out, would criticize, whatever you want, and, absolutelyalphas at gmail.com. And one more thing before it's too late, 
and I'm I'm checking the time now, but make sure as you're listening now that you actually chime into the pages. Excuse me, the, the interactive Facebook pages. Yeah. Um, excuse me, I, I felt like I said excuse me. You did say excuse me. I, I still wanted to say, but that. I wasn't sure. Okay, it's still gross. That that's that's cool. Because I feel I, like burp juice is on the pop. It, it, I I hope that yeah you you felt that anyway. So make sure all of you right now listening who are currently listening live on Wednesday night are on the apps uh, the Alphas Explained page. Yes. The Alphas Explained Alphas Explained group page and the Absolutely Alphas fan page. Either one of them on Facebook and Instagram. Preferably the group page because that's where the most interaction is. But right. it, it doesn't matter. We're gonna check. But you know, we get notifications for either one. We respond promptly. Interact with each other. You know, we. I mean, we're already over seven hundred members strong. I'm gonna invite more people. So you know, just just start interacting while the show is on. Give give your two cents on everything we're speaking about, no matter what it is. It's something that we just finished speaking about. Just just keep chiming in and, and you know and interacting with us because we're listening too, mm-hmm. and you know we'll we'll get up there and we'll we'll chop it up with you. Right, especially on Wednesday when the show's airing. If exactly, you're listening to it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, you got a question about something, a comment. If we're wrong about something, one thing Joy caught on the show that she listened to because she supports us. Thank you, Joy, to the world. Oh. <laughs> uh, we were saying instead of saying utopia. Last week we were saying euphoria, we were oh, okay. euphoric society instead of a utopian society. Which oh, okay. Is what we meant. I don't know if anybody else caught that, but that was a good catch. So you know things like that. If uh, you know we get in a zone and we're talking and we might mess up or whatever, let us know. I mean we we respond. We're cool. Yeah, all that. Yeah. So again, shout out to Legacy Media. They have their TV channel now. It's on Verizon and Comcast. You can check it out. I'm gonna get the number of the channel. I'll do another ad. Also Patreon.com. Definitely go to Patreon.com, search Absolutely Alphas. I have a special private feed just for the people that donate. You can now just donate and not have to do the monthly charge. I did change the account around to fit people's needs who do want to help out. And we do thank all of our patrons uh, thus far. There is a regular blog for everybody to look at. And then there's a special private feed with behind-the-scenes footage, conversations and recordings and videos and things like that. Uh, And... Celebration of this sitcom segment from last week that we began. We played you a set, a sitcom clip, and you're supposed to guess what episode, what the name of the show was, mm-hmm. what the season was, and what the episode was. Mm-hmm. And just to give you a brief idea, it was uh, Martin, and it, it was Jerome Rome, and one of the things he said in the clip was. What's up, little butt? <laughs> Thought that was phony. I, I mean, funny. I heard that. I said that last week. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's not hilarious. It's still funny. It's still funny. <laughs> What's up, little butt? <laughs> it's so funny. But so that was season one, episode three. Uh, we do have a winner. Shout out to Tay Williams. He did guess correctly. So thanks a lot, Tay. But here is the second clip. And we hope that you participate. And again, you can post the answer anywhere. We got this one by email. But uh, go ahead and take a listen and see if you can figure out what show, uh, season, and episode number. And you know something else? I'm tired of all those short jokes. I'm average height. (laughs) For a woman. (laughs) I'm large enough for Valerie. I hope y'all enjoyed that clip. So now we're going to begin our discussion here about the the core topic of the show, which is going to be about basically 
what I have categorized as inheritance versus grind or basically situations where people are granted a certain level of talent or wealth or charisma or anything at like a very or a relatively early age versus those who have to work for it. Um, you know, how much more character you can develop if you do have to work for it or, you know, is it, you know, do you, do you have the already the accolades or do you already have the, the attributes to build more character if you already have like the charisma to begin with? Things like that, you know, the pros and cons of either one. Um, taking someone who might have been a football player since they were in elementary school, talented, no one ever told them no, as opposed to someone else who just has to work for everything, you know, and, and doesn't necessarily, necessarily discover their talent early in life. Right. Things like that. Yeah, and, and that could be... Because um, I know on one of the shows before when we had Keon on here, we were talking about it, and he was like, some people just ain't talented. <laughs> Remember, he was like... <laughs> right. You know, don't hype right. them up, don't hype somebody up to be a doctor when they just not gonna be a doctor. Like, and, it's not gonna and happen. I and I I think the idea of the because because you I remember that episode where you said that particular that same show you were like, well, everyone's asking themselves that, you know, what am I good at? Mm-hmm. But I think that he also was like tell me when I get enough. <laughs> but I, but I I think I think that's I think that the source of that starts from comparing yourselves to other people who did discover their talent early, early in life. In life yeah. When you when you're comparing yourself against them is is that's when you start to question yourself like, what am I good at like you know, like you know I knew such and such was good at basketball football, in high school you know, someone else got to experience life you know like a more extreme example like someone else got to be a dope boy you know so they got they got to have all the charisma, you know such and such was always popular you know or, whatever it was you know it's like, you know you you're, you're comparing yourself against like. You know, people who've been doing it for a minute right. <laughs> since they were six. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and then you have people that inherit things that aren't money, aren't wealth. You have people mm-hmm. that inherit talent. You have people right. that you know, because when you look at people like actors, there's usually generations of actors. Right. Oh, you okay. Great grandmother, grandma, not maybe not great grandma. Yeah, like the Barrymores. Yeah, they're uh, all yeah. of actors. Yeah, and you know that mm. that personality type can be uh, something that you inherit as well as well as music candy burrs her daughter has a single out now you know mm-hmm. so there's there's plenty of families of you know artists uh, i don't know if that can trans i'm sure it does translate over into like physical artists that make paintings and stuff like that yeah yeah that's yeah i mean it's, it's it, there are so many attributes to compare and, and or to assign to this topic yeah it is. Be, you know money talent charisma i mean i think those are the three main things but i mean it, it, it goes a lot of different ways now one article that i want to reference is uh richhabits.net <laughs> look, at, look at look at him he's like i'm rich <laughs> he, that he is definitely rich he's like he i have rich. money uh, he he, you, you can money. tell he has he's extremely wealthy yes so I just wanted to read off. I like I like articles with numbers, and this is fifteen habits, fifteen poverty habits parents teach their children. Mm. Will your child be rich or poor? Is the title of it. So I'm gonna just read these off real quick. Um, so number one is seventy percent, seventy two percent of the wealthy know their credit score versus five percent of the poor. That's something that I talked about on our show the other, not another time about know your credit score. Get talk about it with your kids early. 
talk about it, you know. Two, 6% of the wealthy play the lottery versus 77% of the poor. Mm. 80% of the wealthy are focused on at least one goal versus 12% of the poor. 62% of the wealthy floss their teeth every day versus 16% of the poor. Oh, wow. Flossing. Flows. Flows. That's hence the term flows. Right. And, right. and that, that, may, that may be where it comes from, and though. Maybe where <laughs> like, it stems literally. from. Literally flaws. Um, 21% of the wealthy are overweight. By 30 pounds or more versus 66% of the poor. Wow. 63% of the wealthy spend less than one hour per day on recreational internet use. 74% of the poor spend more than an hour a day on the internet. And that's pretty close because everybody likes the internet. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Though. Well, I mean, now you just watch TV online, so everyone's like, you're online full time now. What, 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 what aren't you doing online now? What aren't you doing on the internet? Like, your job is on the internet. You need app, your applications are internet media. Um, 83%, number seven, 83% of the wealthy attend back to school night for their kids versus 13% of the poor. Wow. That's alarming. Uh, eight, 29% of the wealthy had one or more children who made the honor roll versus 4% of the poor. I don't believe that. 63% of the wealthy listen to audiobooks during their commute versus 5% of the poor. I believe that. A lot of people don't understand how that works. They're poor. <laughs> I can listen to things in my car. I don't know that. So, um, <laughs> number 10 67 I feel like this is a really biased list you think so yeah alright let me finish hmm. 10 67 that's a good point we'll get, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to yeah. that 10 67 percent of the wealthy watch less than one hour of TV per day versus 23 percent of the poor 11 9 percent of, of wealthy of the wealthy watch reality TV was shows. that 9 or 90 did I say 90 you said 90 okay 9 percent of the wealthy watch reality TV shows versus 78% of the poor. Wow. 12, 73% of the wealthy were taught the 80-20 rule versus 5% of the poor. And that you live off 80 and save 20% of your money. And it's something I heard before. Um, have you ever heard that? Um, save 20% of your I, I probably have. I heard something more recently about a 60-30-10 rule that I'm going to speak about later. But uh, go ahead. Okay. 13, 79% of the wealthy network five hours or more per month versus 16% of the poor. Um, I think if you're on the internet, you're networking, so that's that's ridiculous too. Uh, 14, 8% of the wealthy believe wealth comes from random good luck versus 79% of the poor. Okay. 15, 79% of wealthy believe they're responsible for their financial circumstances. 82% of the poor believe they're victims and not responsible for their poverty the fact is the poor are poor because they have too many poverty habits and too few rich habits that's the point they're trying to make then they give you some advice some basic advice but yeah you know back so what so what do you think Joe? you think that was you don't see where that leans towards the like bias like white bias of like black people are only in the position that they're, they're in, in because, because of themselves. Yeah, themselves. Yeah, I can see. And that. I don't feel like that's entirely fair. I feel like a good amount of it is. It's it's about your attitude, your mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of those things were kind of beaten into you, or like your environment. Like you don't see hope mm-hmm. in your environment. You mm-hmm. don't see many people leaving mm-hmm. where they are. Like. And it's their environment. Like, if you think about like your friends in the hood, like think about how many people actually made it out of that mindset 
and went on to do something successful for themselves. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm That's glad. That's a good point. You know what? And, and this is really veering off <laughs> the original topic, but it's, it's a good discussion to have because we had a big like debate at work in the office about... Um, you know the the magical power of of thinking big, and you know if if you can if you stick to it and, and you can envision it, if you have a vision, then then you can do it. You can achieve it, no matter what it is. And um, the debate between that and like, well, you know, there are some people in the world who are just you know, no matter how hard they work, or you know, <laughs> like you know, no matter you know, like with their circumstances, you can't say like, oh well such and such, you know, is doing this badly because they ain't working hard enough. Right. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, and and also what's interesting is how these two guys, because I was like, the, the I was a referee, because I, I was like, you know... They about to fight. <laughs> I was a ref because I was, I could see both their views, and uh, it's really, you know, I, I don't know if there's an end to it, but the, the interesting thing is, is how they performed. Because I'm, I'm again, um... As I may have mentioned earlier, is I'm I'm in like a quota type position, and the one with the the more bleak mindset that like you know sometimes there's no hope no matter what you do. He performed very poorly actually, numbers wise on in the office as opposed to my other friend, where he has this mindset like yeah I can do it no matter what because I'm putting my mind to it and I'm applying myself. He excelled. Right. So that's interesting how, how that turned out, you know, just just in that one instance. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I still I, I was still seeing, you know, even with the bleak guy I was speaking about, because there are, it's it's like what Joy just said. It's about what you can see, because exactly. if you if you don't have examples or, or enough examples, like if you're not surrounding yourself, you don't that, have influence. That, that's why it's important to sell, important to surround yourself with a strong circle or like a network of people who are doing better than you. Because if, if you don't, because if you don't see that on a regular basis, you know it's one thing if you if you coming up in the hood and you see like maybe one guy that's kind of doing it real big and that's all you see. That's not really going to have the same influence as opposed to someone that's like surrounding themselves with those type of people on a regular basis, and. Um, <clears throat> You know, that's that's one thing that, you know, because cause he, he, I mean, the bleak guy, he was like very, you know, he was very awake. So he was really into like, you know, into what's going on with like starving people in Africa and everything. So he, um, he showed me pictures of like these children who like, you know, not just the starving children that you see like that are, you know, real famished and, and like, you know, frail and everything. But like, he showed me like what well, some of these kids actually died, um, like this, this kid is actually dead now. He showed me a couple of them, and it's like, you know, well, what are you going to say to that? They didn't work hard enough, right? You know, and <laughs> like then there was a study that I read about at Harvard, um, a study from Harvard's Equality of Opportunity Project, basically concluded that it's the exact same thing that you're saying, which is your environment, the environment you're raised in determines your economic mobility. Mm-hmm. So, in one of the statistics that it attributes to is that. This household, the average household in this town in Illinois, which is uh, a Chicago suburb, makes 15% more than the national average. And then the other end of the spectrum, interestingly enough, is Baltimore, Maryland. And wow. we they make 17% less. What site is this? Is this the same site? What are you looking at? This is, no, this is WilsonQuarterly.com. And it just references a, uh, what me to say this? 
and make sure you send that to me. Right. I, I'll read that just just for my own personal enjoyment. Yeah, and it, it references uh, this the this Harvard study or whatever, and I guess they gather stats from the census. I don't know, but um, and that's something I guess you can trace a little easier is income of families because that's documented. But that's interesting because, like I was saying earlier, I was raised in Baltimore and. I feel like a lot of things that I fell victim to, I wouldn't have fell victim to if I had been surrounded by different individuals, you know. I was telling her, like, just a simple thing of, like, weight loss. Or, I mean, weight gain. Like, I was so, I showed her a picture of me that um, your dad has at the house where I was in a senior in high school, how thin I was, you know. Mm. A bag of bones. Yeah, and I'm in, I'm in a neighborhood, you know, it really wasn't the hood, but it was... Like it was my, it was kind of the hood, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it was a nice hood. Like it wasn't like the projects, like in the county, you know. But anyway, um, you know, most of the people out there were overweight, and they ridiculed me for being so thin. And forever, oh, wow. I was trying to gain weight. Like had I been raised in another neighborhood where you know health, being healthy was favored. Yeah. <laughs> More than, like, being overweight and being pregnant and having children early, you know. Nice, then nice. I probably wouldn't have tried so hard to fatten myself up. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it, and I look back on that. And that's one prime example. But to our discussion, I do think that individuals who inherit versus individuals who actually get out there and work for it. Unbe- it's real smooth. Um, unbeknownst to their talent or their true calling. And, you know, sometimes when you get forced into life on your own, you don't have time to stop and ponder about that. You don't have the time Mm, to stop and think about what am I going to do next and who am I? And, you know, people don't have time for that shit. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of time for it. You know what I'm saying? I had to to create the time for it. And um, that that was a job in and of itself, just to isolate myself from everybody and, and tune out everything and really focus on who I am. And things like that. And that's something we talked about before, too. Absolutely. Um, I I wanted to just give my take on advocating the the grind part of it, though. And, you know, how you're developing character. And um, really, I mean, that's that's really what it boils down to. Like, I mean, how much character can you really build if, if you've already inherited your talent or you know or money or whatever like how much character can you really build like how how much of a people person can you be i think you're all character at that um, point because you just have endless amounts of time so so in other words you, you so, so you don't you don't have an advocacy for for the grind side of it is, is what you're saying like like as far as that argument is concerned you don't really have an advocate advocacy for that is what you're saying i don't i don't think people who inherit things look at a, the struggle like their struggle and their death defining of struggle is going to be way vastly different than a struggle that I look at. Exactly. Right. So like, I mean, I mean that. I mean, well, it's, you might be about to say this, but like, you know, you probably. <laughs> no, no you're, uh, you're, let you're, her say it. You're probably. I'm sorry, but I, <laughs> no. I, I kind of beat you to it though. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Joy. Nobody no, knows what Joy was. No, but I mean, because you you think about like you know what 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 would happen if Bill Gates will go with Shaq's money. He was not gonna say that. Like no, no, but that's that's the analogy. I'm 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 kind of that's ultimately what I'm getting at though. Uh, you were gonna say that shit, yo. You probably about to say this thing about Shaq and Bill Gates. But no, wait a minute, let me. But but it. you you were gonna say I, I don't know. You were probably gonna say something about that analogy. But like you know, 
<laughs> yo, y'all whack, yo. Y'all know, y'all know what the fuck I'm trying to say, man. Yeah, man, you, f- forget y'all, man. Just, just a basic, basic ass idea, like you know, basically, if Bill Gates woke up with Shaq's money, he'd probably jump out the window or something. That, that type of thing. Like the just, just the whole spoiled thing aspect of it. And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you can develop enough social character, um, as as much diversity in your social character as someone who has a grind for it and it it, i I think it becomes incredibly important if you are wealthy and if if you have children or you're in a position where you're influencing the next generation that you teach them a lot about character like you 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 give them exercises and put them in situations where they have to build their character still like what's an example of a situation that you could put a child in or even an adolescent or teen in that you think would help them. Um. Well, e- even it. I mean, it's just a lot of things you can do. Like I'm. I'm. I, something I've been reflecting on recently is I'm one of like maybe two men that I know that grew up as an only child in a single parent household, and um. I you know I, I speak a lot of, on the show about the you know just the social disadvantage that men already have in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's like a super that's like a super debilitating handicap thing for for a man to go through coming up is to grow up in a household in a single parent household without any siblings, and granted I, I would assume that if someone wealthy is starting a family that they will probably have a few kids so that will already be a one up anyway that you know someone's growing up in a family with other siblings. Like that's that's already going to be an advantage, I think, to, to just just right straight from the jump, in the first place. Um, otherwise, um, you know, you would um definitely encourage, like, you would push your kids to do more extracurricular activity in school or in, in school or in general or club, or something. club sports, things like that, public speaking classes, you know, um, electives or um, I don't know why I said electives, but just just extracurricular things. Jim, um, you talking about gym? The gym? <laughs> <laughs> talking about shooting in the gym? They, they. I mean, e- even sports. Like I, I wasn't really pushed by, because I, I was raised by my grandma as well. So it's like I wasn't really pushed to do sports. Like, like I, you know, like I should have been. I think it, that would have been very beneficial to, you know, coming up to like had started playing sports, especially early in my life. That, I think that teaches you a lot about how to move with people. Exactly. I mean, it, I mean, unfortunately, I, I was also discouraged in my mind because my asthma was so bad as a child. Um, and I, I didn't know how to, how to weigh it, you know, with how my allergies reacted. Like I didn't know how to control it basically as a child and I was on like 13 medications and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, so it, you know, that, that was, and, and I always, I mean, that, that was my thing too. Just, just shed a little bit about myself. Like I really wanted to be an athlete. Like I, like I look at like Olympic, Olympic athletes and you know what I mean? It's like, dang, I should have been doing that, you know, but that's why I'm still doing it now <laughs> as a grown man. You know what I mean? I'm still out here fighting. What what but, did uh you have to say, Joy? Because you made a good point earlier. There there are no notes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. There there are no notes. Oh, um, just saying that as far as the grind aspect is like, if you look at it from a spiritual standpoint, like struggle and grind shouldn't really be about like really been be in your vocabulary. Really. Okay. If okay. you think that things come easily to you, then they will. Ah, spiritual advisor, see? The law of attraction. Right, so you're like assigning this hard work on yourself. Mm. Like, you're putting it on you. 
Your, percep- your perception is reality. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That And that is a good point. And that is probably the most constructive way to think about going of you know going about doing it if, if, if you know if if i if i continue my research on it but also you know based on what you're reading there sister in your article um one of the stats there did reference like wealthy people having the mindset of like they're hard we're putting them where they're where they are mm-hmm. like i i just recently read another article that said the same thing mm. that right you know so um so apparently According to at least two articles, that that's a belief that that wealthy people have that it's the result of their work and not inheritance. Like that's that's at least what they think in their mind. And then not only that, but um, you have nepotism is a thing that exists. And when you talk about corporate America, because we can talk about the the elite classes of people, the the most elite, the millionaire, the billionaire. But then you have your you know, maybe hundred six figures, working class, uh, well-to-do family, um, maybe middle class in America, maybe above middle class, upper class, middle to upper class, and you have what they call uh, a sortative mating, and what that is is when mm-hmm. two people, mm-hmm. you know, you are, you're only going to marry someone that's either making what you're making or better, and hopes that you know that will be a continuation. A concept that continues in your lineage to 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 keep that wealth moving, mm-hmm. and uh, and then again nepotism is one. So if you have these things on on this side of the spectrum, and then you have the people that are coming from the bottom and literally having to you know work their way up. Let's say you do get up there, but you're up, you're up against the, the the CEO's nephew. The nephew's gonna get it, like you know. <laughs> the nephew probably's gonna get it, and this is real life for me because my job was replaced by the owner's nephew. Yep. Oh damn. Yep. Literally. That's Literally. What and I remember when she was going through that, and it, it was it made me so mad because the guy up, was man. an idiot. The guy was an idiot. <laughs> I believe it. Right. And I then they expected her to train him, and she was like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> like no." And they were like, "Well, <laughs> fuck you," like you know. And it was, it was, it's, it's wrong, you know. And that's why we always speak to uh, entrepreneurship because why deal with it? Why deal with it? You no, know why? No, why no even shit. put yourself through it? And if you're going to college, great, go to college. But unless you're getting a PhD, you know, it's you're gonna have this struggle, and it, it's gonna be hard for you, and you're gonna struggle. And um, if if you don't already have somebody in position. Or a family that's wealthy already. It's going to be hard, I think. I mean, I think that's my bottom line. What do you think? That, that, do you that, I mean, that's, that? that That is... I, I have prepared my mind already for the struggle <laughs> because I, 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 I am about to dive into a few avenues um, to okay, ex- avenues? Ex- expand myself. You know, I'm, I'm about to go a few different directions, you know, in, See, in, in coming times. Why as a struggle? She just said don't do that. She just told you... <laughs> But that, but that is that is good. Like because because I have I have you know, someone someone did put me on to like you know meditation and you know just just manifesting things in such in such a way to where you know it's that that I think what I took from it really is that the the concept of manifestation is that things don't have to be as hard. Like that's the whole concept behind it when you're like doing manifestation and meditation. 
Um, so I mean, I, I do agree with that. I, like I, I haven't really stayed on like the books with it like I should, but I, I do practice it, you know, definitely. And um, so I, yet still, you know, I'm I'm prepared to like you know I'm I'm still prepared to do the work. I mean, I've, I've been I've been dealing with this much hardship in my life. I'm prepared. I've at least mentally prepared myself to like yeah, you know, this is going to be, you know. What, it, what it's going to be. So, I mean, so do you think, so let me ask you this, Joy. I just, I just thought of a question just now. So do you think that it, um, that that is the hindrance in general when you, um, when you, when you think of it as the grind, do you think that is the hindrance that, that like, that, that stops people from growing to that, to the next level? It's like quantum physics. They say what you focus on become, it comes like atoms act randomly until you focus on them like the the act of observation is what makes things come together so if your focus is on grind that's all you're going to be doing is grinding and not having that place where you can relax where you can like what you're grinding to achieve like you're you're going to be stuck in trying to achieve it, not actually mm. achieving it and enjoying it. Is is that it, it? It is deep. It, it it also sounds similar to when when people speak about, um, like being satisfied or like um mm-hmm. content, being content. Like 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 happiness comes from like observing where you are and like appreciating it. That's what it kind of sounds like too. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds like that. I mean, is is that is it? But it, are, is that similar or like? Are you are you are you really saying that I can think this shit is going to be easy and it's going to come to me like more easily? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, so so you're not saying the same thing as just being content where you are and being happy. You're not saying that. I'm just saying just ch- change the words. Like words create. So remove the negativity out of it. Like grind and hard work and struggle and struggle and we always every day say the struggle every day the struggle like um, it's i almost work. like sung the last dragon song just now like i almost <laughs> i watched the last dragon with pops yesterday i was i almost sung like it takes hard work like i almost like sung it just now i just sung it a little bit yeah, but what's that narrative like <laughs> like it's stuff that it's grinding you as as a child like i've had two jobs since i was 14 like i'm no stranger to to hard, to hard work. work. I've had four jobs at one time. Like you want to have four jobs? May have twenty. Like, <laughs> if it's hard, if shout out and is all it takes for you to survive, then why am I not like a millionaire? Exactly, right exactly. And it's all about your circles. And another thing with this inheritance concept is uh, in genetics. You know, because again, you can inherit things through your genes, and that goes back to the assorted assortative met, uh, mating concept is that you know if we keep this genetic structure or this, these two this, these two successful genes we have these two people that are successful they have their offspring so when their offsprings go to mate and, and find people uh, of interest to, to merge with these people have to be of a successful family and you know because there there's that that's that lineage that it or these genetics that are implement or not implement. There, there are these genetics that these families possess, okay. possibly, and mm. you know that that that's what the whole assortative mating is. So 
you know, you keep fighting these families and they're, you know, successful, successful, successful. They're only going to marry, marry other successful people because it's in their genes. And, and it's, it's, it's pretty likely that it is genetic. If you go back and you say, okay, my grandfather was this, my father was this, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Harvard now. So when you marry somebody, you want their family, their grandfather, you know, it's, it's a pretty safe assumption that, that I guess success gene or that, uh, that their genetics possess some level of intelligence mm-hmm. or learning power that, you know, some people learn slower than others. Some people, you know what I mean? That I, I, I agree. I believe that. Yeah. Um, so that that's something to to think about too when you when you t- when you speak of inheritance you can inherit certain genes so then if you have the people that not only they're at the bottom but because you have people that are at the bottom that may have a smart gene that may have the see and that's right that that's that's where I'm going to advocate at right but you know how how do you facilitate that and how do you identify that if you're in an environment that doesn't promote you to get out of your situation you know what I mean that's that's where the problem comes in. I think those are going to be, well, obviously, they're going to be the best teachers. Right. Um, Who's going to be the best teachers? I said right, and I understand. <laughs> you right, right. right. But, like, what are, but what are you talking about, I'm though? Sorry, I'm sorry. What? But actually... <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Again? Actually, I wasn't listening, Who, you know? Where? I wasn't, I wasn't listening at all <laughs> at that moment. So, I think they will be the best teachers because... They are. Hold on, we didn't say what they was. Yeah. We so, the so they, so what? What I just heard you say, they are the people that would like they they do the people at the bottom that are smart. Right. So, so they they have they have a certain level of inherited genius mm-hmm. and well, and it, and talent, but but they're poor. Okay, and they be the best teachers. I I would think so. Mm-hmm. I I would think you know, and that's um like school teachers. What well, just people not not. Literally, teachers, people of influence. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. Um, I see what you're in, saying. in the community is what I'm trying to say. Okay, I got you. Okay, so um, right, so that I mean, uh, we, we, <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. I, I it was a great. It's we we've been we've been doing great. It it's funny because it, it's like the the conversation just didn't go where I thought it was going to, <laughs> but that's cool though. But um, I I thought I I, I felt like um really the point was really. Where would I be, or where would any of us be? You know, all three of us sitting here, or anyone listening who can relate to that, you know, that that is not wealthy, or that you know may not have just you know really shined in their talent or what they're trying to do yet in their career, is um, where would any of us be if we had already like you know really discovered it and really shined in it, you know, since we were like. In school, like in grade school, in middle school, or something. And I think, like, where would any of us be currently, like right now, like, like as far as character, like, do, do do you think you're you're better with people, you know, now because you did have to like figure all that stuff out on your own? Like, are, are you a better person, ca- character wise and socially, but but mainly character wise right. and your integrity? Are you a better person because you had to work through it? I think so. Okay. And I think so because uh, it's it's made me humble, you know. Word, I've had, I've word. Had, I had scenarios in my life where, you know, and, and then that's another thing. You know, I, I'm prideful, but I'm not boastful. And I never, I've never looked down on anyone because I've been in very crap situations where I didn't have a lot of money mm-hmm. and I wasn't doing so well, you know. Um, but nobody ever really knew it. So I, I, that... that 
really strengthen my humility. And I think that's that's the leading force in anybody of good character is you, to be humble. If you're not humble, then, I mean, who are you? Like, you know what I mean? What, Word. You, you, you're not, I just don't think you're a good, very good person or have any good character if that humility doesn't exist. Right. And I think um, being in situations that are not in your favor can can garner that humility where if you're mm-hmm. in a situation where you never are in a position where that you don't like, how do you obtain that? How do you grow your humility? You know, so it, so it really doesn't exist. And then you probably easily look down on everybody. It's, it's, a, it's, you're around everybody with money I'm, all the time. I'm so, I'm so glad you're drawing these analogies. I'm so glad you're, you're saying it like that. Go ahead. Yeah. You probably easily, and it's not through no fault of their own. They don't, they don't have it because they don't know it. It's not, it's foreign to them. You know what I'm saying? It's a foreign mm-hmm. concept because they've never been put in a situation where they had to make these decisions. Uh, am I going to eat ramen today or am <laughs> right. I going to spend some of my, telephone bill money to go ahead and get the chicken box you know what i'm saying right, <laughs> like, right. you know and, what i mean and it's it's, it's that's kind of like is this this our like, decisions <laughs> it's that's a random uh like a funny thought i just had because you you said that a couple times today um no like i'm thinking about what chicken box or ramen when people when people are writing these books like when like rich people are writing these books about like yeah like how you know what you got to do to make it and everything and it's like the the funny part about it, that I just thought about is like, okay, well, has this person ever really been able to relate to my like my kind of situation right now? Mm-hmm. You know, when they're writing this book, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what have they experienced? <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, you know, well, this is what you got to do, right? You know, and it's like, yeah, do you know what I have access to right now? Though, like, right. I mean, like, it's like I gotta I gotta do like probably like six seven levels to even get to like that first step that right. you talking about. You know what I mean? Right. So that's funny. But uh, <laughs> that was a, that was a random thought I just had. And then what do people? What? No, and, I've had the same thought. Like I read uh, Susie Orsman, like her books. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I follow. I follow Susie. Yeah, yeah, fabulous, and mm-hmm. like how she was just a waitress, but she managed to pay off like fifteen thousand dollars worth of debt. And I'm like, well, how did you do that? Because I'm a retail clerk. Like I work in a salon. Like. What do you, give me some right. more details. Don't, don't brag to me. Well, right. Well, well, right. Well, well, I mean, objectively, wouldn't the wages make more tips than you, though? True. Okay. But she's saying, what are the avenues? Did you have help? Are you telling me the yeah. truth? Are you being generic right. with right. your yeah, success? That, that, you that, know? And that, that's another part that I'm kind of alluding to, too. Like, right. we don't know what other kind of help. It's but a like, selling topic. It's a selling yeah, topic. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's and something else. the struggle else. is a very strong selling point. Because your people that are struggling probably going to buy the book for them to get out of the struggle. A book that said, "Hey, this is how you can be rich." Oh, I'm broke. I want that book. So it's a it's a it's a selling point. And not only that, but in addendum to your inheritance, your genes and stuff, you know, and how you obtain humility and things like that. Um, your values. What values are placed on you, and what value what values you naturally uh inherit on your own and not right. inherit what, what values you find or 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 create uh, acquire, within yourself acquire. acquire right yeah because you know like you're raised with your mother your grandmother they have values and those values become your values mm-hmm. right you know and they say your parents are your first programmers mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. So exactly in the shaping of you they tell you how to be you exactly like you do this you exactly. do this you don't do that exactly and that and that's why you know parenting 
And, and how you parent is very important too. Because, you know, I don't have children, but I know when I have children, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't push my beliefs on them as much. Because I would, you know, I'm definitely going to tell them right from wrong. And I'm definitely going to teach them humility. But other than that, I would let them figure out what they want to be important to them for them. You know, I'm not going to, if I'm a gung-ho, if I go to church every day, I'm not going to say, you got to go to church every day. Because maybe that's not your thing. Maybe, right. you know what I mean? Right. Learn learn everything and pick what you want. I want to give them access to information. But um, I think, you know, that's that plays a big part in a lot of people's perceptions when they grow up and they grow into these people that are horrible you know because they had horrible parents <laughs> you know what right, I mean? right. Nah, this is right but even even you could take it back further to when you're in the room like in the room in the, when you're in the room when you're in the room the, the, the room the room is a room the actually room is a room the room is a watcher room. it's also a room it's a waterbed yeah. room but you're shaped by your environment in the womb from you feel what your mother feels. Right. So if she's upset, there's stress, there's struggle, mm-hmm. you are hardwired for that when you come out the womb. Mm, that's a good point, too. And then, you know, you're just going to be a mad little baby. <laughs> you're going to be a baby no, like, like... You're going to be well, a you're baby gonna, with the bags under your eyes. You're going like, to be stressed you out. Like, have you seen doing like, taxes? Tired ass <laughs> babies that look like they're carrying the weight of the world. It's like you six months. Like, like the why little, you look like the you... the black baby me when he like this. You know what I'm talking about? When he got a lip, his lip coming down like this. Like, he like he got all the allergies. You ever see that? I didn't see that. Oh my that. Gosh. I I'm not sure if I want to now. That's fucked up. Um, the last point, uh, last comparison. Another just random thought I had. We don't have to expound upon it or anything, but just like the inheritance that is taken for granted, and like that. This is also, I think, one of the reasons, one of the main reasons. There's like a lack of social, like a uh, social understanding. There's there's a disconnect in the social understanding between women and men. Um, as far as like you know how people should behave in social settings. Because I, I think women have more of a more of an inheritance in the social realm than men do, um, as well. So uh, I was just just gonna just I mean that's also kind of part of the topic too, you know, that um that's like you know more of an advantage between you know that women have over men I think as yeah. well, yeah. you know um when it, you know and it's like you know if you're just a pretty girl <laughs> and you, you know you got three hundred unanswered inboxes all the time. And you got, you know, 200 likes on every picture you post, 300, 400,000 likes on every picture you post. It's like you already, you're, you're subconscious. You, you don't conscientiously think about it, but it's like you already kind of get that, uh, that, Inflated ego. that, that validation. Um, you're constantly absorbing that, you know, over time and you're not even aware of it. And, um, That's a good point. and, you know, as a man, as a man, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, if, if I wasn't a football player or a dope boy or something, then it's like, I got to work for that shit, you know, and I'm, I'm not going to see that kind of charisma until I become a CEO or something. So, um, you know, it's, it's uh, along the way, it's like, I'm going to have to earn that, that validation and earn that keep and earn that, that right to, you know, to yeah, that, that right to charisma, rather, I'm going to have to earn all that. And it's going to develop a lot more humility 
as as you just said, you know, is, which is very important when, when you're trying to influence people. Like that that influence that yeah, when you're trying to influence people, it's it's important to be humble, right? Um, as well, like because um, that's a universal thing. That's that's something that people can that that translates universally, and um and people recognize it and and they can tell like they they can tell if you're if you're really like truly trying to help them. And really trying to like you know influence them by like actually, excuse me, sharing like a part of yourself with them. I, they, they they didn't hear that. Don't be looking at me like that, y'all. Don't don't. You look at you. I'll look at you and see if she heard it. I but exactly. <laughs> both both of y'all whack, y'all. That's cool. We love so um, yeah. I mean that that was just the last point I was gonna make with it. You know what I mean? Just just like that contrast and um social value as well does. Um, contribute to this conversation, to this discussion as well. And uh, the last thing I'm gonna mention before we get into this, uh, these segments, is this article that I have bookmarked and will provide for the archives. Send it to me. I will. Um, it's theeconomist.com, and it, it's I'm not gonna go over the entire thing, but it's a lot of statistics that this article provides and one of the ones that I just wanted to reference quickly it re- it uh, provided the statistics from like the 70s up until now on parental investments like how much parents are investing in their children uh, to form them into better human beings earlier than they used to because sometimes that uh, I think society relied heavily on college to as you finding yourself, you know, mm, yeah, that's where you yeah. find yourself. So American now, society, so exactly. Yeah. So now the concept more is let let's cultivate them when their when mind is forming when they're younger, so we can you that know makes it makes so much more sense. Absolutely, yeah. and you know this article referenced that you know the investments from the seventies up until now that parents have made on their children, um, whether it's for college or otherwise has has grown a lot. But the article does speak on when you're younger and how important it is to, and how parents have begun to focus on, uh, I guess, um, what's the word? I can't, I'm at a loss of words. Like molding their children to, to become okay. who they were designed to be earlier on. So gotcha. it's, it's a good read. It's a very good read. So definitely check that out. Theeconomist.com. Yo, you always got the best articles. Like, I be looking at your articles a lot of times and be like, like I just want to read that for myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I, I, like, I just want to, like, yeah. Like, you got any last remarks, Joy to the World, or my spiritual... Any last words? <laughs> like, when you about to kill someone, any last words? Any last words. No, I, I have nothing further to add. She, she, got, she got scared when I said it like that. Isn't her voice, like, so relaxing? I'm it's like, so aw. She has the best advice. I always can go to her and she'll be like... The best advice comes out of her mouth. So does she? Awesome. Does she start floating into? She does float. Yeah. Okay. Cool. She, she doesn't. She she like she moves like all the people in Spike Lee movie. Good. Okay. I'm glad. Like she's on this, this little. Right. Stage. I'm glad. I'm glad. Like that you don't see my stride. I'm just you're gliding, just gliding across. slowly. Yeah. She has okay. usually has something that covers her entire foot. So I I appreciate feet part. I appreciate the levitation. Actually, I appreciate it. All right. So thanks, you guys. Here, here, are, here are those segments. This is the passion, the passion point and shocker segment, segment. This is the passion, the passion point and shocker segment, segment.
This is the passion points in Shaka Sigma Sigma Sigma. Alright, that was that smooth ass intro, and we're gonna begin our segment. So rightfully so, we're gonna start with our passion points. And since Joy to the World is our esteemed guest, she will give us her passion point first. Go away, girl, go away, Joy to the World. Oh, thank you for the lovely introduction. Yes. Um, uh, I would like to point out that while we are pushing the support of black businesses, that uh, for the sake of nation building, just the support alone isn't enough. Okay. Because there have been several prosperous black communities in the past that have suffered through the hands of uh, other people who were jealous of the success. So mm-hmm. while we're pushing mm-hmm. for, oh, we need to support each other, we need to build each other, we, we need to remember why we stopped originally and how to prevent it in the future. Okay. So if we're going to support That's each other's point. business, we need to also, uh, you can tell I've been watching my hidden colors, uh, okay, hitting colors by right, like one nation building. You have to have like all aspects of it, like militarization. Mm-hmm. Not the new Black Panther Party, though. Not them. Not them. <laughs> Not mean, the baby killers. May, I mean, may, maybe that's the role they would play, though. That's, I mean, but that's a key part of it. Yeah, is, you know, is that a like, military you need force? That. Like yeah. people, like in Hidden Colors, they mention using gang members mm-hmm. as your footmen, your militias. The people that are out there in the streets, like if you're gonna build these companies, you need to have protection security. as well. Yes, it's right. security. Right. That's good. That's good. Now, that's it, all. We, I, see, but where the money comes, I, like I mean, just just, nation. just on a on a quick note, I think we're the. I think the the number one reason why it's so pushed for us to to buy black, and to build our economy up first and foremost would be like then it would be like the technological aspect of it because you know like in the past like you know when black wall street was burned or you know when we got um you know rosewood or like other other black communities and regions that were destroyed by the white military it was like they're you know maybe maybe they you know and i, I and i'll be honest i haven't researched this for as thoroughly but it's like you know how how do we compare technology wise? So so that that's why the money's important because it's like you know it's like then it's like well how mu- how much technology can we afford in our military to be able to combat like you know if if but, if, if if they really want to take over you know what I mean if they want to they want to just destroy our establishment as they have done many times throughout history yeah how how can we defend ourselves but I seriously feel like our creativity trumps everything uh, like we have mm, that's a good point a that's a good point level of just thought just because our our civilization was was here 200,000 years uh, longer than theirs hashtag pyramid so so cre- <laughs> so creativity can overcome technology yes okay because you can find cunning ways to defend yourself. So, so right, like so, the British. If you think about the British invasion, like they had all the uniforms, their bright red uniforms mm-hmm. and their muskets and everything, and people are in trees waiting to attack them. It's 
You know, we won with the pirate. Like even in Get Out, America like, won with just like, knowing pirate, your yeah. enemy, knowing your Somewhere. enemy, and staying four steps ahead of them. Yep, that's it. That's it. Knowing the game plan, you know, chess versus checkers. That's a hey. a hey, chess versus checkers. So nice. So that, okay, so that's that's an, but see, that's but, we, good, but we, I see what you're saying though. I mean, we I think we all and the funny thing is because we do you know stereotypically practice so much on each other as far as violence. Um, the, the the militia part is already there. It's it's the organization and unification that we need first. Yes. Um, what in unification? What in? There's a lot of Asians going on. What a glorification just, of just the now. nation! I didn't mean to take over your passion. What's I, your passion? I, I digress. Oh, my next. Okay, so I've been listening to to one single show of Stacy Tisdale when she was in the Breakfast Club. So uh, shouts to her and Stacey Tisdale. You she's said? a it's it's the video I sent you. That was oh, yeah, that yeah. was Stacey Tisdale. Yeah, I watched that. So um, <clears throat> yeah, financial journalist with you. Okay, that's that's cool. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm you make I'm sure you, it, make, make sure make sure you do though because I mean it's like that was like the next level for me because I I feel like I'm already better with money than most people. In, in my in my uh, peer surrounding, but yeah, I think so too. But it's like You're you know, but that. but she, but she's you know, what I mean, the stuff she was speaking about stepped me up to the next level as far as that. I mean, so she was speaking about really how we need to first of all show more compassion as far as not judging each other for financial circumstances, like how bad people can be with money, things like that. Show more compassion. Um, we need, you know, it's, 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 she spoke a lot about the mentality change first and foremost, because, and, and like, like most things, it comes from a frame. So we come from this frame where we think we're bad with money and we're struggling <laughs> as you were saying earlier, Joy, actually. So we come from this frame, right? So we need to actually see ourselves as an economic force to be reckoned with because we have a trillion dollars of buying power. As she said on, on on that episode on that show, mm-hmm. so um so we have a trillion dollars of buying power in this country. A- as a nation, we will be the fifteenth wealthiest nation in the world as Black Americans. Uh, you know, it, just as if we were a nation, just ourselves. So, um, she spoke about like the history. Um, Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, he created Freedmen's Freedmen's Bank. When he first freed slaves. So he gave them a bank basically. Um, And then. The bank wanted to. Insure their money. So. um, The government basically. (laughs) Robbed them of the money. (laughs) That that they were supposed to be insuring. And and that's how the Federal Reserve was created. Created. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So. um, So like there, there are. I mean. I'm hundreds probably thousands of. I'm sure. I mean, if you research, and I mean, I haven't researched that thoroughly. I have a few examples here. We were running from lynching, so that was another way that we uh, fled from wealth because we were running away from the south to go north, and like that land that we ran away from was, you know, that 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 would be trillions of dollars by now. Mm-hmm. Um, when when black people, um, in Rosewood is it Rosewood? Like Ro- in- Rosewood is another example. That's- I mean, we're here in Hampton Roads. Black, uh, Black Wall Street, like um, all of that. Yeah, Black Wall Street is another example that that got burned, that right? Got burned, yep. So, um, so we've done a lot to, to so bring oh, us up. We we're, we're we're here in Hampton Roads, where SeaTac used to be. So SeaTac used to be Norfolk and Virginia Beach together, 
And that was Caribbean owned. That was black owned. But, you know, so it's like when when Abraham Lincoln Lincoln first freed the slaves. Um, and he didn't we, do it because he liked black people. He, he <laughs> yeah. did it for, and people often misconstrued. And, and, he did and it for a completely well, different. even even in like regular school, they'll teach you that he reluctantly did it. He didn't really want to do it. Like, like he didn't really want to do they'll, it. They'll, they'll teach you that in like regular school. Like he was they, 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 to do it for a whole they, they, reason. They, they don't have a problem like hiding that fact, <laughs> right, right? You know, but I mean, but back then though, it was like okay, like in within a, like a ten year time span or something. Um, we had amassed fifty-seven million dollars of assets. So it's like how much we're able to overcome economically is incredible. Because currently, we are um, we're we're the fastest. Like 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 as far as families who um who are who are two hundred thousand dollar year uh family households, we're we're the fastest growing group uh, of those people, black people, black families. So, yeah. right. So it's like, um, so like we're, we, it's like we keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know what I mean? Like fast though. But the thing is, <laughs> fast. we keep getting destroyed. So I would think one of the obstacles in nation building that we need to overcome is how can we ensure stability? You know, how can we ensure that we're not, it's not swept from under the, our feet? The, like that's, it that's, has that, that's where that militia come in. Right. That's, that's where that militia comes militia, in. Right. So it's like, you know, and it's, it's, I mean, I, I never even had that thought or, conversation until today just to be transparent with y'all right, right, right. which is crazy but it's it's like yeah we need to get our money up and that's a big deal and maybe that radical new black panther ain't i mean it's terrible it's, right? it's, it's, it's it's an element that that we need Me. that's 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 why homeboy said we need that extreme that extreme yeah. has to be there that extreme exi- needs it, to exist. it has to it has to, like you know it's like you know the stuff they say might be fucked up but it's like that 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 element that element is still something that's necessary and historically extremes paved the way for norm- normalcy, you know? So, we, Columbus or, or you know, uh, when the pilgrims came here. Uh-huh. Look, yeah. look how extreme, look at the genocide that took place in order for them to take the, or this land. You know or what I'm saying? slave uprisings that led to their freedom. Like exactly. The that was Haitian extreme. Revolution. Exactly. Yeah. And birth of a nation. You and know, people died. Time. People died. People died. Alright, so yeah, so uh, I mean, just just I mean, there was a lot, lot, a lot more to Stacy Tisdale, Tisdale covered on uh, the Breakfast Club. If you YouTube Stacy Tisdale Breakfast Club, it'll pull right up on YouTube. Um, so make sure y'all check that out. It was dope. Is it I mean, A-C-Y or C-E-Y? I, you know what? I, I think I, it, it'll. I think it'll pull up either way. But she talked about like a lot of different stuff. I can't even like. I mean, it's it's like it's a lot of it touched me, and I can't even. I can go on about it for a while, like I and I just forgot some of my points anyway. But the point was, it it, it did for for me personally. It touched me in such a way that you know I went ahead and I downloaded the, I downloaded the Acorns app, you know. Um, that I've been told you about. Yeah, so I'm just gonna send you five dollars. Thanks. So um, that and I, I I had already started like my journey as far as. Um, starting to research different types of trading, like stock options and for foreign exchange, forex, and all that. I had already began my research uh, in those things in the past year or two, but um, I'm I'm really like you know, like getting more into it. And like she really moved me, Stacy Tisdale. Like that that just that one segment, just that one show, really moved me to like really diversify. 
Um, Diversify your options. Do do my Wu do my Wu Tang financial por- portfolio. Diversify your portfolio. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, she she gives a six sixty thirty ten rule as far as like investment uh, um, strategy. Um, I mean, it's it's brilliant. I mean, you know, she she really she really put it out there for people, and um, you know, make sure you know. Now that you have that name, just you should probably follow all her material because I, I think it's going to be like you know very helpful for everyone. But um, what you got, sis? Okay, that was a good one. That was real good. Y'all got some good passions. All right, my passion is just Bobby Basic ass music. And again, this was a good week for music. Um, another album, if you haven't checked it out already, is American Teen. That's that's a nice album. It's by this guy named Khalid. One of my favorite tracks on there is Cold Blooded, uh, mainly because I'm cold blooded. I guess I don't know. Cold blooded. The ring. Kiss the rings. After you punch someone in the forehead. Kiss the rings. Unity. So there's there's like three other small things I want to talk about. Uh, one is let's talk about this Nicki Minaj. I know what no frauds. Okay. I think I already mentioned it last episode. I, f- I feel like we talked about it for like the past two episodes. Right, right, we did, but. One small thing that I wanted to mention is <laughs> how ironic it is that she's rapping about frauds when her whole entire body is fraudulent. <laughs> Drake has ghostwriters. Oh. And Wayne is uh, a junkie, I guess. <laughs> I mean, well, what what I have what I have heard about Wayne again that I haven't researched is that he is. Just, um, th- there's irony in the name. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Wayne isn't supposed to be like a real gangster, I guess. I respect all that artistry, right? And yeah, he's a fake blood. That's what it is. Yeah, he's a fraudulent blood member. That's right. the fraud because they all have. So, so I've heard. I, I didn't them. research it, but that's what I've heard. He's not like a real gangster. Of course, he's not. He's four foot three. He. I mean, come <laughs> on. Who's okay, he gonna that's, beat up? That's, he's, that's, that's fucked up, man. He's a fucking midget. I mean, what do you want from me? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm shorter than him. I can fight. You know what I mean? Cold blooded, cold blooded is a track again. American Teen, <laughs> Khalid, it's on Spotify. Holler! I gotta keep doing the cold blooded hand every time you say that. Like I, I got a like a dangling hand that I'm doing, y'all. Another, <laughs> it's like an inverted John Cena. You can't see me. It's like. The black version of it, just like to, they, the, to the side. She she's giving you a better illustration. That's good. So, in other news, <laughs> Dave Chappelle really is has three specials. Hallelujah! That are going to be on Netflix. So let's talk about it. That's my other passion. Dave Chappelle on Netflix. Let me get this date for y'all. I should have had it up. Back and he's getting millions for it. He's getting the most amount of money. Millions. Millions. <laughs> Black excellence. Billions though? Trillions. So it says stand-up comedy run date. I'm, I'm leaving over. The 21st. Over. I'm, yeah, I'm leaving that's over. literally Tuesday. Hold up. Yeah, that's Tuesday. I'm leaning over like looking at, at the Google like research you're doing i'm looking for like the, the, the dollar amount that he's making <laughs> i'm like looking for like where's the money <laughs> so i think it's like 30 mil that's so damn that's good 10 though. mil is special so he has three so yeah shit yeah he, he's gonna be on netflix the 21st so if you this is gonna air on the 22nd so hopefully you already saw it and i cannot wait so we're gonna talk about that next week uh, another Word. thing I want you guys to check out. It aired last Saturday. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last show. 
Let air last Saturday at eight or ten or whatever on HBO is Gerard Carmichael. So if you haven't checked for him, I, I put him on our Alphas Explain page. Check him out. Um, he's a stand-up comedian. He's very conscious. He's he's a different type of comedian. He's very relaxed, cynical, and he has a show, the Carmichael Show, that comes on Hulu that has that has uh, Leona Lewis, the the heavy set one from Waiting to Exhale that. Tyler Perry imitated with the pie and, and Gregory Hunt. <laughs> so, so she's in it with uh, David Allen Greer and the guy from Get Out. I thought her name was Loretta Devine. That's definitely Loretta Devine. So Leona Lewis is this R&B artist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Please forgive me, Jesus. I'm sorry. L, the L's. I'm sorry. God damn it, man. So those are my passions. And... Now we're going to circle back to Joy. We're going to get that shocker. <laughs> okay, sound effects. Okay. I'm here for it. Okay, and here's Joy now with her shocker. All right, so there's a Barcelona-based engineer named Sergey Santos who has made a sex doll that responds to a sexual stimulation Okay, robot doll, sex. Okay, right. robot sex. But, you know, you can't just get in her robot parts right away. You have to, like, turn her on first. Okay, she likes, robot. She likes kissing and stimulation and Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. He has a nice what, 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 is, what, what, what are you saying? What is that word you're saying? Ed Sheeran. And he's Ed Sheeran. A, he's uh, an artist. British. Is he British? No, I think he's Irish. Irish. Definitely Irish. Right, first of all, I still don't know ginger. what the word is. It sounds like Google ad sharing. Google ad words. Some shit. Ed space. S-H-E-E-R-A-N. Ed Sheeran. What the hell does that mean? He's an R&B artist. It's a person. He's a name. white it's person. A noun. I'm I'm not I'm not you I'm not like gonna Google it I'm just gonna be lying on you right now. You <laughs> I'm not gonna Google it. The fuck is that man? Look, this is him, and he is. He looks a little dokey right there. But that's Ed Sheeran. He's he's popular. He has a song with The Weeknd called In My Dark Times. I'll be going back to these streets. Missing everything I do not mean. And he has a song called okay, Thinking hit, hit. Out Loud. Thinking okay. Out Loud. It goes like this. Thinking Out Loud. La 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 la. Dean, 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 dean. It's like, it doesn't look like that. Dean, 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 dean. Dean, 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 dean. Dean, 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 is that how you hear music? Ding, 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 ding. That's, how, that's how I'm probably hearing music. Ding, ding, ding. It's all keyboard, uh, like play school pianos. Like ding, 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 ding. Xylophone. It's all xylophone music. Right. But that's crazy. Yeah, she's programmed, programmed for romance first before sex. Oh, so you got a foreplay with this dog. Yes. This she robot. has a G-spot and everything. So for you real? have to like, stimulate her G-spot. Is that in you Japan? You have to stick her fin- your finger in her mouth, but in a not awkward way. She is For her to slut. be like nice and gentle. Or, oh, I love this. That little whore. Yeah. Dirty girl. What is it called? Is it, is it called Dirty Girl? No, her name is Samantha. Okay, Samantha from Sex and the City. They give her a name, man. What the fuck is going on, <laughs> And man? for about $5,374, you can take her home. You too can play for play Samantha's. Is wow. she, does she look, what does she look like? Can you get her in different colors? It doesn't say, like, I could go to well, the website. I, I, I can't believe you're even asking that many. But she's, like, very People specific. might want to know. People might want that shit. I mean, she's, like, you, you, you she's actually, like, probably shouldn't be promoting that shit, yo. Don't like stop Melania promoting that. I'm not promoting it. I'm you're, just providing information. You. I'm not. That, that's the same thing. 
Just because I say people were racist, bop, 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 I'm not promoting racism. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm Obama pitching right now. <laughs> I'm Obama pitching. I'm like, oh, just... if you go on to their, uh, their homepage, there are different uh, women. There's Imogen, Ava. There you go. We're not going to say the website, okay? Because that would be promotion. But, you know, Google robot foreplay and now you see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joy. That is a shocker indeed. Is it? Is it in America though? That's what I don't know. That was well, the last question. Well, no, he's Barcelona based. Okay, I think you already said that. I'm sorry. Okay, so Spain. So that's Spain. Okay, Spain. Okay, Spain. Hmm. What was interesting is um I, I think the, the stereotype I've heard anyway that Spain is um at least a little more sexually liberated than America is. That's all of Europe. Um, okay, there you go. E- even further, you know what I mean, expounding upon my point there. So, Joy just supported it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. that That's interesting. Like, I, I, I mean, because like, to me, <sighs> like, what the hell do you need a sex doll for? Like, to, to me, that's that's like... And why would you spend five thousand dollars? <laughs> it's it's it, well um, well I mean I'm that that's I mean I'm not gonna say what do you need it for obviously the okay. the, po- the the point I'm making is you need it for for sexual desperation like you know it's like some people might buy it as a joke if they're rich so loneliness or introvertedness like you haven't seen the movie like her with Joaquin Phoenix falling in love with like a Siri type program and then there's another one with Ryan Gosling where he. I had a girlfriend that was a okay. sex doll, and everybody had to acknowledge her as his real girlfriend. Uh, no, no, but that's that's uh, keep that picture up, sister. Keep okay. that picture right there. So, um, no, but I mean, but I mean, now, I, now I, I get the point. I get the point because it's like you know, like there there are going to be some desperate people out there. No, it, it's it's not even. I can't even say it's a pitiful, like a, a lower level thing. But it's like, dang, you know, it's like how low can you go? Like, I'm, I mean, no, I, I, I wouldn't extend their credit I, limits. I, 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 I don't, I don't expect that from a more sexually liberated co- countenance. Is what I'm trying to say. Right. Um. Oh yeah, that's a good point, though. You know, I did. I, I, I'm that, that's that's too deep for now. You know, what I mean, I, we, too we deep. T- talk about that some that's, other time. We're gonna table that for another so, discussion. Sister, um, just pulled up an Instagram picture. <laughs> <laughs> But you don't you don't know who that is though. That is One Punch Man. One punch. So um, you know who One Punch Man is? Yeah, Get the fuck she's, out! She's, she's, about, she's about that life. Right? You know what I mean? That's One Punch Man. She, sister didn't know that though. You know what I mean? I thought it was a crush touch dummy. I swear. <laughs> <to God. laughs> I swear. I thought it was a crush. We're gonna yeah. post this on our Elvis Explained page so you can see the picture. So, but you know, well, one homeboy's making a valid point. So the meme says, "Yeah, I cheated on you, but excuse me, you went through my phone." Who's really the untrustworthy one? <laughs> he got his hand on his chest, leaned over, looking like, 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 excuse me, like, bitch. Excuse me. Post that on the Alpha's page immediately. I'm gonna post it right now. Post that shit right now on, on both pages. So yes, yeah, so, but that, but the, but the, the guy in the picture is uh, Saitama from One Punch Man, who is um, I think the greatest hero in anime or cartoon history. Um, right. What's your shocker? So my. <laughs> Dad, enough about that, huh? Enough about one punch. Weird. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm expounding her, upon her passion. That's all, um, or shocker, whatever we're in right now. So I'm in shocker now. I guess, I guess we're in shocker. So, um, I have a very generic, basic ass shocker about, um, basically, my, <laughs> my, my card, my credit card, just broke in my pocket for no fucking reason. Nice. Like I couldn't believe that. Like I mean, it's, no, it's like. 
can ask weak heart. Yeah, Carl, we can sit, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong black man in America dealing with, like, you know, the, 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 credit cards. The, these, 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 these hard struggles as a black man. I need a car that can support me, you feel hey, me? you need something more accommodating. But I need something that's that, that, stronger that, credit card. I need a stronger credit card, you know what I mean? Because it's like, I, I don't remember, I don't remember my, the, the credit card was sitting in my pocket. And um, I don't remember hitting anything that would make the card break. Like, I don't really have a full understanding of how it happened. And a double shocker is you, you, go, you go to places, you go to grocery stores and places where there are numerical keypads and there's not an option to type your credit card number in when you go to a grocery store. So it's like I, I can still like kind of put the card together and get the number. But it's like. And and then triple shocker, <laughs> hold up. Dang, and then and then I went to my mobile banking site, and there is not an option to send a replacement card on the site. I feel like that's something that should be there. But yeah, like why you know? So how about that? So but yeah, I feel like store. How about that? I feel like store. I feel like I feel like I have Navy Federal. I feel like stores is a, which is a credit union, by the way. Which which they're supposed to be better than banks, right? But I feel like they're um. If if stores have numerical keypads, then there should be an option to type your credit card number. What the fuck? Like, why is that? Why is that pad there? <laughs> if I can't type my credit card number into it, that's some dumb shit to me. So, um, but basically, how that happened is like, you know, and I, I'm gonna basically be getting into a, you know a little bit more about like financial help here because I how this happened is I was carrying my credit card into work in my pocket. Which I do pro- extremely rarely, like maybe like once every couple months, to be like to be honest with y'all, and um, it's extremely rare. And then it, it how, when the car broke, it happened on like the following day when I just didn't transport the card out of my pocket into my wallet where it's supposed to be. So I I had it in there for an extra day basically, just because we have like you know the, the office has like you know the, the cafeteria, they got Quiznos and Starbucks and everything in there. So you know people probably usually bring their their money in there and i don't and that that was the point i was getting at just now i don't you know it's very rare that i bring my money into work and i don't recommend that any of you do that's another money saving tip it'll discipline you to make your your food from home like you're supposed to and shit like you know there's there's no reason to be buying that overpriced shit like in the office in their cafeteria like what the fuck yeah it's you know my cafeteria Nah, like cafeterias at work are usually like just overpriced. The vending machines are overpriced. Like they're they're raping you on like you know the cost there. Like just don't do it anymore. And um for that reason, like you know I I just I just don't bring my money to work. I, I make it a habit to bring bring my food, but I don't I don't bring my money into the office, my card or nothing. Like you know, so it was like that one time I caught slipping once every couple months, and my card would just break in my pocket for no fucking reason. And for that, I'll probably never do it again. So it'll probably go from once every couple months to now never. Now, you know what I mean? Because of that, uh, I'm done. What you got, sis? So, uh, that was a good one. Because that's whack. That's like super whack. Weak ass. Weak card. Weak Right. Because the, the, right, we, we strong black people. We need stronger cards. So the card was weak as shit. What you what you got? So, so all right, you over there? You got a whole entire status. <laughs> I'm doing the status. I put in the picture. You told me to put it up. That, put it up. That, thank you. Right, right away though. Right away. Look, look at that. Thank He's, you. Look at his hand. That's so funny. <laughs> I, it is so funny. And I hashtag One Punch Man. So so One Punch Man fans are going to be like, oh, that's funny. Mm. 
Gotta take a sip there. Uh, my shocker is all about. It's a little more serious than. Oh shit! Oh you, whoa shit! Whoa! You you fuckers! Um, but God, no. God damn it, man! It's something that crossed my mind, and I was like, let me do some research on it. So it crossed my mind. I wrote it down. This is my note here, and I came to the conclusion. I'm like, you know, I think, and I was gonna talk about it earlier, but I didn't think it fit in too well, and the concept was. You know, a lot of, uh, you know, addiction is a lot more rampant, I think, in America. And I think the reason, and it's a conclusion that I drew on my own organically, naturally, uh, this morning uh, as I was preparing my breakfast. And the thing is, addiction is rampant in America. And I'm like, why is addiction so much more rampant in America? And I think it's because people work so much to keep their head above water. That in a little bit of time, it's it's escapism. In a little bit of time that they do have to relax or wind down, you know, they they want to aggressively escape their reality, so they rely on drugs to do that. Um, so when I went to look it up, I found again Psychology Today. Always finding stuff on their website. Uh, something called workaholism <laughs> and the myth of hard work. But it, it mentions, it references Japan, and um, and it references a lot of different working hours. But in, in America, North America, and the UK, have the working hours have steadily risen in the past 20 years. A research report found that one, of in, one in six employees now work more than 60 hours a week. Full-time employees in the UK work as long as hours in Europe and in British Medical Association report found that seventy-seven percent of consultants work more than fifty hours a week, and forty-six more, forty-six percent more than sixty hours. So, I mean, that right there—that's the only statistic I'm gonna provide. I'm not gonna read the rest of the article. You can look it up if you want, but I think it's very interesting that um, how laborious these America one, and I. I I, like I said, I naturally thought it was America that was leading in this without doing any research. And then to do the research and see that, hey, you're right, you know. And, um, you know, th- that article really didn't speak on addiction too much. <clears throat> and, I, and I didn't look up an article that, that did to confirm any facts, but it's just an opinion. And I think that I'm sure I, I I'm sure I can look something up and to confirm what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean we, we we don't we don't need like a bunch of like research facts. Like I mean, but everybody it's, knows that people get tired. Uh, there's more drugs in America than we, we, any other. You know, we we we, <laughs> we we already said before like we you know we're probably taught to you know well I shouldn't say that but like you know most people ain't, ain't going to research. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you and know, then when it's, you it's, look up these really statistics about, for certain subjects, you gotta. And this is something that I, I came to realize through some research that I did, too. Depending on what the study is for, you can't trust it because a lot of the information that you're gathering is voluntary. Yeah. So, if, you're, if, you're, if I'm telling you, like, yeah, I it's, drink it's, it's like, two to three times a week. It's like a survey. It's, it's like a survey. It's like a survey. It's like, who, right. who who's more passionate? Right. You know what and I mean? And if, if you come to me and you say, how often do you drink? And I'm like conservatively, you know, two to three times a week. Right. But low-key, I'm an alcoholic. I'm not going to tell you I'm an alcoholic. Right, like on dating profiles, like on my OkCupid, like where it says drinking, like I put occasionally. Knowing that I drink 
often. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like, not, exactly. Daily. I don't want to be judged. Right. Nobody <laughs> wants to be judged. So if you know you live in a society where nobody wants to be judged, and you can't really trust all the facts that you read in certain data circles. So, I mean, that's one thing. Right. But I'm just saying. It's one of the pitfalls of research that can happen, right? It was, it was an epiphany to me and a shocker to me that when I looked up to see if, you know, America worked harder. Uh, I know we don't work harder than any other country, but the, the labor hours did increase, so that was kind of shocking. Well, we work, we work more hours. I mean, the, the time is, is is the hard work, though. Like, how yeah. much time we had to spend with our jobs. Because other societies, their work week isn't like ours. Exactly. That, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and, they, and they're conducive to the body, you know. And I know some states, some countries, especially European countries, have they have siestas. They take an hour off in the middle of the day and take a nap. Because everybody gets hungry. Everybody gets tired after lunch. So why not allow people to rest, you know, and then come back and maybe work two or three hours? I mean, it's just so many common sense things. Like, everybody's sluggish after they eat everybody. That is humanity, you know. But that's it. So that's all I have. Um, so, again, absolutelyalphas.com, absolutelyalphas at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns, make sure you give us those episode uh Guesses, I guess you could call yeah, it. Yeah, the the seasons the and, and episode numbers. Yeah, yeah definitely. Hashtag Make sure you post. Petty, yeah. petty. Uh, thank that. you again, Joy to the World, for being on the show. Thank you again for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. We and, love you and, here. And, and, and you know, and, and hopefully you're still at, at this point, even after, continue to post on the page. Tell us what you think. Absolutely. Put your put your little two cents in there. You know, put some controversy out there. Whatever you got for us, yeah, stir that pot. I, I want to see it, especially. You feel me? I want to see it more. So, yes, <laughs> legacyinternetradio.com <laughs> every Wednesday, nine thirty p.m. Legacy Media. And like I said, I'm gonna get those channel numbers for you. But they're over Verizon and they're on Comcast. You can look them up and and see what the channels are. But definitely shout shout them out and support them. It's, it's a great force, and I'm I'm definitely honored to be a part of this movement. So, iTunes, SoundCloud iHeartRadio, Libsyn, subscribe, like, support. Instagram, Absolutely Alphas. Facebook, Absolutely Alphas. Another group page, Alphas Explained. Nice. Everything's there. Uh, support us. Patreon.com, Absolutely Alphas. And we, we love you and thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys have a great week. Absolutely. Thank you. Between us just like picket fences You got issues that I won't mention for now Cause we're falling apart Passionate from miles away Passive with the things you say Passing up on